1: Welcome to, for Formula One's sake, the F1 podcast. That seems boring to start with, but is mildly interesting if you know what you're looking for.
2: I feel like we're promising more than we can give. There depends what you're looking for. Is it? Do you think? Shall we watch this? Listen. Shall we watch? Shall no, we I mean, already. Okay, <laughs> already. Fuck. Oh, fuck the start. I've gone way over my pit box. Gridbox.
1: <laughs> oh, fuck. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the F1 podcast. It's impossible to overtake unless you have a clever strategy.
2: Anyone with half an idea of Formula One can overtake us. No, it is true. Missed Apex have got a very clever strategy of being informative and interesting <laughs> yes. and regular with their podcasts.
1: Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the reprofiled corner of F1 podcasts.
2: Yeah, we changed a load of stuff and it's made no difference. We haven't reprofiled anything in this podcast in five <laughs> years. I mean, we, 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 the cheeky quiz disappeared. Well, no, um, yeah,
1: Welcome to, for Formula One sake, the F one podcast that has no comment to make about rumours that we were spotted leaving the Alpha Romeo pit garage with a large pen and a cheeky smile
2: punctured tyre before they've even put it on I think it's a good way of getting out of the race early I'm surprised it wasn't on Raikkonen's car though
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Chico and you'll never get past me not with an undercut not with DRS and certainly not with an aggressive lunge today from our secret bunkers around the world we are going to be talking about the Spanish Grand Prix which was either quite interesting or very boring depending on who you talk to As usual, it finished Hamilton, Verstappen, Bottas. But once again, we got to that result in a roundabout kind of route. But we'll talk about that, all the stuff you brought up in Listener's Corners and probably meander off into a discussion of tattoos. That is all to come. Joining me is a freelance motoring journalist who is embracing the future. It is Phil Tromans.
0: I have spent the last few weeks driving quite a lot of uh, electrified cars. And uh, I've got one that I've got one at the moment. Uh, I talked very briefly about the Volkswagen Golf GTE last week with its stupid touchscreens, but the, the actual plug-in hybrid thing that it got with its 35 miles of electric range, pretty good. And I think I'm becoming a convert, which makes me think that maybe Formula
2: <laughs> E is the way to go if you're a convert does that make you ac or dc
0: oh that's very good oh (laughs) when you
2: say electrified cars i don't think that's the word you mean because electrified implies a car that wasn't electric and you've shoved a massive power cable through it
0: well let's not talk about that and the reasons why i can't go to any toyota dealership again but electrified is actually the proper term to differentiate between electric which is just purely run off of usually a battery possibly hydrogen but let's not get into that electrified is any car that uses electricity in some form and it's in its thrust which would include hybrids and plug-in hybrids because they have batteries that assist a, a petrol or diesel engine
2: what's the difference between a hybrid and a plug-in hybrid
0: a hybrid a plug-in hybrid is a hybrid um, right. A hybrid is anything that uses more than one power source usually petrol engine and an electric motor such as a formula one car um, a plug-in hybrid is one where you can plug it into the mains, into a home charger or a public charger or anything, and recharge the battery. Whereas what Toyota stupidly call a self-charging hybrid, like it's a good thing, basically has a battery that can only be recharged basically from the petrol engine. It sort of recoups energy as you go along or it diverts power from the petrol engine into the battery. But in those, basically all the power still comes from the, from the engine. So
2: plug-in hybrids better.
1: And alongside him is a man who had a good week. It is Terry
2: Saunders. So, all of you that have been listening the last few weeks would know that my life has been shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, my life got less shit. I am talking to you, piping full of pints and pints of AstraZeneca going around the I've been vaccinated oh. by a lady. Congrats. And we're getting married. Brilliant. Um, Aww. No, and I thought I'd do it the British way, in that I demanded not to have one vial, but a pint of AstraZeneca, yeah. and make it as hot as a cup of tea, I said, because that's apparently the best way of doing it. <laughs> With so a spot of milk. pour it up, but put the milk in first. <laughs> no, like in oh,
0: what? No, outrageous. And um, so how, yeah. did, uh, how did your vaccine go down, apart from the actual quaffing of it? How did you feel afterwards?
2: Spacey as fuck. Because we
0: we were originally going to record yesterday, but uh, we decided not to. We may have cancelled, because I may have
2: been on a different planet slightly. But you know, How do you I'm feel okay now? today. I'm fine. Do you feel invincible? I feel invincible, apart from a slightly runny nose. which is Spacey sounds fun.
0: I didn't feel spacey. I just felt like death.
2: No, I felt kind of woozy spacey, and I slept a lot. I slept ahead of a lot. And oh. in the night, I got up in the night on Sunday night after I had the vaccine and have no real memory of this but ate you know you get the big tubs of yogurt like the kind of fabric sized tubs stood in the kitchen in just a pair of pants and ate a whole one of those <laughs> like opened what, it what were you given i don't know cbd az <laughs> yeah and
0: if you want to check out terry's twitch channel uh, where i uh, eat yogurt mmm yeah.
2: fucking yogurt <laughs> That's your OnlyFans channel, I think But wait, that's not all my news Oh You may have been hearing from me moaning in the last few months That I haven't had somewhere to live in Berlin I've just got a flat as well Yeah yeah. Which has been pretty fucking hard So Are you in it now? I'm not in it now I've just I've paid the deposit today So I've either just given a scammer a couple of grand (laughs) Or I'm on the first step of my new life of Renting my own little flat in Berlin. Brilliant. Are you in yeah. a super cool,
0: super cool, trendy hipster part again?
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm in Neukölln near Tempelhofafield. It's very nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, super geil.
2: In fact, I think Tempelhofferfeld is where they're going to do the Formula E in August. So I'll be able to uh, watch it from my window if my window faced the right way, which it does. You can be Berlin. on hand
0: when one of the drivers gets coronavirus and they need a emergency That's replacement a driver. Yeah, I was thinking more they could just come kind of stay at mine. Oh, <laughs> right, <sorry. laughs> Chica. What's going on with you? Have you moved? Have you been vaccinated? Have you got an electric car? What's going on?
1: No, I haven't done any of those, um, but I went to Portsmouth uh, last week. Woo-hoo! The motherland. Pomo. And uh, was a bridesmaid. Uh, yes. it was, it's been cancelled four times, that wedding, so I feel like Oof. she probably deserved it. It was for Betty um good old betty i know, I know you've don't. all been looking forward to that wedding
0: how how are weddings in the age of coronavirus
1: uh they're kind of weird there's fi- only 15 of us are were allowed but the best bit so you're you're basically it's it's exactly the same really but only 15 of you but the best of us we weren't allowed to share confetti you had to have your own confetti bags so <laughs> just you do throw catch them on yourself it. From No, you're allowed to throw it at them, but it's oh. it's like you can't put your hand into each other's confetti bags in case your COVID hand. Imagine I if you got it at I the ever end. I would
2: put my hand in someone else's confetti. <laughs>
0: well back in the nineties that was all we were
2: doing.
1: <laughs> Imagine if you think thinking about to the day, like, hang on a minute, where could it possibly have come from? What
2: do you miss? I most? think
1: I've tracked it down.
2: We've had such a year of the pandemic. What have you missed most about real life? Oh, it's definitely putting my hand in someone else's confetti. Uh, I
0: feel like there's a branding opportunity there for the merch. Can we do some confetti of some sort?
2: Add it to the list.
1: F1 let some fans into the grandstands in Catalonia, but we've been letting you guys into our grandstands for years now, and we call it <coughs> Listener's Corner. Oh. It might be, what?
0: Just grandstands, not confetti bags.
2: I thought, it was a bit, no. I thought we were being rude.
1: No, can you clean your minds up, please? It may be slightly worse this time, though, as we reprofiled it for no discernible reason. First up, let's talk about the quality of the race. Was it good? Scott Crawford says, Boring, just boring, don't care. Watching Lewis win every week, is boring. Sprint races will be boring, but shorter, at the least. This at least is a good thing. Barcelona needs to be removed from the list. Ray Glennon says, this isn't easy to admit, but the Formula E race in Monaco was more fun to watch than the Formula One race in Barcelona. And I think that says it all. Tom Murray says, I finally had the chance for an hour and a half nap on Sunday afternoon. First napping race of the season, and I'm looking forward to doing the same again in two weeks at Monaco. James Nethercote said people in their rose-tinted wanking spectacles wax lyrical about Schumacher winning with 20 qualifying laps and an extra stop back in the day are often the same people who would say how boring Hamilton winning today was. Fuck off. Enjoy it. And Russell Trigg says compared to previous Spanish Grand Prix, that was actually interesting. Also nice to see Max cracking under the pressure only took four races.
0: I thought it was pretty good. It held my attention for pretty much all of it, I think. I can understand why people were like, oh, nothing's happening. Because there was a lot of sort of simmering potential until something actually happened. But I, th- I, thought, I thought it was a good strategic battle rather, sort of way
2: craziness. I mean, battle. it was interesting, but it was more like when Hamilton was closing down Verstappen, he was closing down at such a rate of knots, it didn't feel that exciting when really, he did it. It wasn't like, oh, he's going to catch him, is he going to overtake him? It was like, oh, yeah, he's inevitably going hmm. to gonna overtake him. Well, uh, towards the end, well,
0: yeah, towards the end, with maybe sort of seven, eight laps to go, I was like, okay, yeah, he's going to catch him quite easily. But up until then, I was like, the fact that he'd managed to stay with him for so long behind, that Hamilton managed to stay with Verstappen and stay so close behind him for a while, I was like, something's going to happen here. Is he just going to be stuck there or are they going to try something? And then he sort of backed off a little bit and then he started coming back at him again. And then just as I thought he was going to overtake him, he pitted. And I was like, what the hell is he doing? And that meant, I did ago, think,
2: I yeah, I did I think. I don't know was. what's happening.
0: I thought he had a problem. I didn't know what was going on. And oh, I then, thought they
2: were setting up for a fuck up, definitely. Yeah.
0: But then when he came out and they were like, right, we're going to redo, what was it, Hungary 2019, whenever it was, I was like, oh, okay, let's see how this goes. And I enjoyed seeing how that went. And it, admit, if it had caught him, sort of, you know, With half a lap to go it would have been slightly more interesting because yeah it was it was fairly obvious with a few laps to go that he was going to get quite easily but um i thought it was really interesting i thought from from a strategy point of view that was the most interesting race i've seen in a while at least as far as i could understand it there's probably been more interesting ones that i didn't get my head around but
2: just as a quick straw poll from the three of us when they said it's like hungry 19 who knew what they meant
1: no idea
2: i I did remember no i did remember that yeah (laughs) it was good I'm glad he was professional.
1: What did you think, Terry?
2: It was fine. I was pretty tired. It didn't really hold my attention, which is not its fault that I'd had a late night. But, you know, it was fine. I quite enjoyed the fact that it seems that Verstappen overtaking Hamilton at the start, which he's quite good at, Mm. seemed to kind of fuck him up. Because after that, Hamilton just had the better strategy. It's very strange. Well. That's gotta freak you out if you're Verstappen that you've done this absolutely banshee like
0: attack down the inside that let's face it, could easily have taken them both out of the first corner. <laughs> like if Hamilton hadn't gone, that would have been a big accident. Um but so for the, him to the, then, the, th- then do it and then drive like a you know, drive at considerable pace. Let's they mm. they dropped everybody behind them pretty quickly. But for him to be driving that fast in clean air and look behind him and see Hamilton like no more than a second behind him at any one point, in filthy, dirty air going, yeah, I can do this. What? What are you going to do?
2: And then Hamilton taking a pit stop and still being there. And you're like, I don't <laughs> understand. I think the problem is I was so tired that when Hamilton was overtaking, catching up with a second pit stop, I was my brain was just kind of going, what? <laughs> I don't get it. It was one you sort of had to think about a bit. It, it did feel like a Schumacher world, where because like the Schumacher races were always like, okay, this race is settling down. Oh, there's been a bunch of pit stops and now Schumacher's twenty minutes in the lead. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I thought I thought it was a decent one. I enjoyed it. But I didn't watch the Formula E race in Monaco, even though I feel that because I'm now living next to the Formula E track in Berlin, I should be watching more Formula E. So that mm. long time listener Jack Nichols could maybe give me, I don't know, some access all areas passes in August, just if he wants to not saying that he listens to this and offers them to me but yeah, yeah or know. has them he'll have them he's the face of formula e
0: he's the voice of formula e i think Nicky <laughs> yes. shields is the face of formula you, e let's you be could
1: honest. become the face
2: of i could become G- the german german i could formula be e. the rear of the year of formula e <laughs>
1: <laughs> so at one point in the race valtteri bottas was asked to let hamilton pass and well he didn't really. Um, you guys weren't impressed by this. Doug E. Harper said last season Bottas admitted that he purposefully gave Max a toe in qualifying. In most sports, he would get a kick up the cock and sacks for such behaviour. Get him out and I'll George in, for fuck's sake. Jen Swanston said, I wonder if Bottas is going to get a bollocking for not listening to his betters." Also, For All Mercedes said they don't sack drivers mid-season. If Bottas does that again, they might sack him mid-race. Stuart Forsyth said it's good to see that Bottas has finally learned how to fight on the track. It's just unfortunate that on the two occasions he he has this season, it's been with his teammate and his replacement. James Guthrie says, loving the shithousery from Bottas at the moment. Giving Russell the finger at Imola, swiping at Red Bull's mid-season driver changes and being a roadblock to Hamilton. He knows he's on his way out, so why not? Hopefully the next time it happens, Netflix are filming and Valtteri is mooning Toto
0: or something. I mean, that would be actually... Now I think about it, not that surprising because we have seen Bottas's ass. Has he just has he just been like, ah, fuck it, I'm going to be the
2: bad boy? I think whatever he does is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because, Why? Why? Well, because in this instance, he was told you're on a different strategy. Lewis is pitted, he's going to overtake you, just let him through, blah, blah, blah. He did his kind of bot like James said in Netflix, on the Netflix, that he did his whole kind of like, I'm going to be all kind of mean and not let Lewis through. And what happens? Lewis Hamilton in the same car manages just to fucking overtake him anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, it must be so difficult being his right-hand man in a team with him. Like, he's the best driver in the world. You're always just going to feel just a bit shit, aren't you? Yeah, but you you know he's just messing around now. He's just messing around now.
0: You don't have to get in the way. I mean, he has. He now has one job basically. He must realise that he's not going to beat Hamilton. Like you know, the occasional race here and there, fine, but you're not going to beat him in the season. But you don't have to get in his way. I mean, in in the end, it didn't work because even if he was trying to get in his way Mm -hmm. and hold his position, Hamilton just sent one up the inside and went straight past it. But um, (laughs) it just makes you look like a. Tit. you know you can only pull off this this bad boy i'm gonna do it my way thing if you're really good and he's not
2: what do you reckon the vibe is in the team like when Awkward. they're doing the briefing the debriefing and everything do you think they all talk veltri up because they don't want him to get upset or do you think lewis comes into the meeting and goes how's my little bitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> no i I'd- reckon they do i ang- not angry just disappointed
0: I don't. I don't think Hamilton really cares about Bottas at all. I think he barely acknowledges him. He's just like a, he's he's a barely. He's just like you know somebody who works down the supermarket. As far as he's just like hi, nice to see you, and that's kind of it. I oh, just do doesn't doesn't, get... doesn't figure in his life.
2: But he gets his name wrong.
0: Uh... <laughs> but he calls I... him
2: Terry instead of Valtteri yeah, or Valerie.
1: <laughs> Bottas.
2: Yeah, calls him bottoms. Um, yeah, I just... maybe he just says all right, Jensen. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh... I th- I'm sure I, I, reckon,
1: I reckon he does stuff like he'll ask him, you know, oh, are you putting the kettle on? Or stuff like that. And he's like, oh, mate.
0: So you, think you just say, yeah, he <laughs> just, just thinks he's one of the mechanics. Um, yeah. I, oh, I um, could do
1: with a nice set of new tyres.
0: I do, I, I, I'm sure I heard a, a post rate. I either heard it or I read about it about Hamilton afterwards saying it's like, oh I didn't know he'd been told to get out of the way I just thought I was going to overtake him
2: anyway so I did or something like that
0: oh, it was just like oh yeah oh, I did, you know, it doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter whether he gets out of the way or not I'm still going to just go straight, straight past him
2: oh sorry Valtteri was that you trying Oh, bless. <laughs> was, that you, was that you defending no that was really good mate well done well done
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm sure if that was Perez behind you would have kept him behind yeah yeah well done <laughs>
1: This week in Twat Watch, we were amused by Nikita Marzipan continuing to be hopeless. He was last by a mile again, and was given a penalty point by getting in someone's way again. Daniel Foster said he is going to end up being the first driver to get 12 points on his license, isn't he? and Dent says, How long before Marzipan gets sacked? Surely his rich daddy won't put up with his incompetence forever.
2: Isn't that exactly what rich daddies do? Mm-hmm. Put up with incompetence forever.
1: Yeah, but that's embarrassing now, you know.
0: I don't know. It how doesn't this is look good go. for rich daddy. <laughs> it's there are so many T-shirt quotes coming out here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I genuinely daddy don't know tissues. how this is going to go. Because my understanding of rich daddies, not having had one myself, but having seen Lauren Stroll, is that he doesn't look like the kind of guy who puts up with too much shit. And I wonder how much. Uh, what's Marzipan's dad's called?
2: Mr. Christmas cake.
0: <laughs> Christmas cake, Marzipan. I wonder how much Christmas cake is going to put up with this obvious display of him. Just Even if he was a nice guy, he's not good enough. Like, yeah, he's he's Hass, not good enough.
2: Yeah, but the Haas is the shit car, Like Even, like, I mean, Lance Shaw's doing all right this year as it happens, but even the Aston this year is shit enough that Lance would always keep his seat. You know, they're not enough to... A fight for the championship. No, that's true. Yeah, it's not like he's so far at the back that I think for at least at least two years he's safe. You're probably
0: right, but I mean, he's it's not like he's he's not just getting a pasting from Schumacher, who is a you know a promising young driver. But I don't think anyone's thinking he's the next Hamilton or even the next Michael Schumacher. Uh, He's making him look stupid, and on top of that, he's just making such. He's not just slow. He's Embarrassingly bad, you know. He's he's spinning. He's getting people's in in. He's getting in people's way. He's you know a liability outside of the car he, as well. He's
1: quite. It's quite dangerous, isn't it, the way he's driving?
0: I mean, yeah, to a certain point, you know. It's so... sort of, It's slightly reminiscent got back now? in the two? day in the got... in the seventies and eighties when all these sort clueless rich people were you know mm. twenty seconds a lap slower than everybody.
1: Has he got? Has he got two penalty points now?
0: I don't know. Actually, I do know he hasn't got as many as Fettle In fairness to him. Okay. Because,
2: but Fettle might get banned first, but. So I bought an Xbox when I moved here and I played a lot of the Formula One game. And I'll be honest, it's kind of crushed my dreams of being a Formula One driver because if I race a proper Formula One online race at like full kind of difficulty settings. I'm about as good as Marzipan. (laughs) Like, I can barely do a lap without spinning. I crash into people. And I'm trying really hard. So my only hope for Marzipan is that he's trying as hard as I am. (laughs) Because that somehow makes it funnier. (laughs) It's not like he's just there being a rich boy going, ah, fuck it, I don't care. I think he really, really tries hard to do well. And he shit. I think you're right.
0: Um, I don't think he's got what it takes to be an F1 driver, but he's going to stay there for a while because his dad is. Let's be honest, going to buy the team. On this, on a slightly aside subject, it, I'm just googling now. It's really hard to find out what the current penalty points rack up. Me is too. Online. I'm googling
2: it. I wonder if we do, uh, if we put Four. that on our site, we could, uh, we could target that market. Oh, it's just another thing. To, we we haven't put any of these episodes of this year on the website. No, yet. no, no. We, we, we 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 haven't done it.
1: He says he's got none, but that's, yeah, not, that's true, not true. So. Yeah, that's not true. It's yeah, all
0: right.
2: Yeah,
1: anyway, well, there we go. We'll do that after we, you know, no, we'll Stop, Once Once we've done done the t-shirts. T-shirts. What was Chica Quiz about?
0: <laughs> it was mostly an excuse to sing the song, wasn't it?
1: Oh.
2: It was yeah. mostly us going, Have you done a Chica quiz this week? And you going, Oh, I forgot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> It'll come back soon. Tricky quiz, chick-a quiz. Do you remember uh, when you used quiz. Do this
0: in the pub. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. That I remember like when, when I. I remember when I'd seen you. I've forgotten how tall or short you guys are. In my mind now, you're both the same height. Yeah, I've yep.
1: grown.
2: I've definitely shrunk over the pandemic.
1: In other news, could we be heading back to Mugello and the Nürburgring this year? Neither of those tracks are on the calendar, but with COVID still playing silly buggers, there is a strong chance that the races that are planned may not all go ahead. The races in East Asia and Down Under are apparently under particular threat, so there could be some changes between Russia and Saudi Arabia. According to motorsport.com, Magella in Italy and the Nürburgring in Germany are being lined up to replace Singapore and Japan if they can't go ahead. Presumably, we'll do the same circuits again if other races fall too so will it be the same as last year two races
0: in I mean who track? knows who knows okay. I, but I, I would be very surprised if they haven't got backup plans of those types lined up and mm-hmm.
2: alternative titles in their pocket for, they should know. do the Berlin Timberhoferfeld race because I will be living very close to that if I haven't been to okay that would be a
0: really nearby race that you couldn't go to
2: <laughs> I wouldn't be able to afford
1: it
0: <laughs> well there's that as well god yeah um
1: you I mean, sell um, tickets from your windows and just lie and say you could see it.
2: Yeah, on the ground floor. <laughs>
0: Nobody would ever Sports find him advertising. <laughs> out. advertising. Um, I'm trying to remember what the... I mean, Nürburgring is eh, sometimes okay, isn't it? If they'd brought it on the Nordschleifer, I'd be happier, but was Magello good? I can't remember. Hang on. I think Googling. Mugello
2: was good last year. It was One of those races that you go. Oh, it's oh Mugello nice was the one where everybody
0: bloody crashed, wasn't there? A load of safety cars because everyone piled into each other on the uh, on the straight at the safety car restart. Um, oh, because the problem oh, yeah, was George Russell's. Yeah, yeah. Was it Bottas? It was, that's right. It was Bottas, but possibly also Russell's fault. <gasps> oh, it's all coming about. Ooh. But they
1: didn't punch
2: each other that time.
0: Maybe, maybe the Tamburello crash was retribution.
2: Hey, Mr. Tamburello, man.
0: That was one of my proposed titles for the episode that Matt didn't choose. Never mind. are we better.
1: Tell us how wrong we are. You can tweet us at For F1's Sake or find us on Facebook where we're For F1's Sake or email us at wrong at ff1s.com. Alternatively, if you think we're right, well then please buy us a beer to reward our expert insight. By doing so, you can join these absolute legends since the last episode. David Sayer, who Sayers... Hey! So, is Alonso past it, or has Ocon rediscovered his form from Force India?
2: That's a good question. No, 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 no. We don't answer questions in this. If they want to ask a question, they go to the the listeners' corner.
0: Yeah, but he's but, he's
2: given us he's given us. No, 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 no. Don't make it. This is where it starts. Otherwise, we'll be oh. like we we'll like cash for questions.
0: I'm absolutely <laughs> down for. I'm absolutely fine for sleaze all over this podcast.
2: Corruption, brilliant. I'm
0: sold. You can buy me. Sounds okay. like note to a Manic
2: song. On that note, wouldn't you both agree that the um, yeah. A457 is a wonderful road? <laughs> and I'm trying to think of the kind of question they ask on Prime Minister's Questions when they do one of those terrible ones, but I can't even think of it.
0: Yeah, it's, that's AstraZeneca for you. Um, <laughs> is Alonso <laughs> past it? Well, we're not going to answer it.
1: Okay. You but you yes, he
0: is. Thank you, David.
1: Joanna Greenland, say, who says, I'm not from Greenland.
0: If you're not from Greenland, why is your surname Greenland, Joanna? Well, if you weren't that's from Greenland, thinks, that's though, exactly jo- the sort of thing
2: you would say,
0: isn't yeah. it? She's, she's probably actually Danish.
1: Oh, uh, Okay. That's, that's Mike joke. Wagenbach.
0: I'm going to say Wagenbach.
1: Okay. Depends yeah. where he's
0: from. <laughs> Um,
1: I'm going to go for Wagenbach
0: I, I like that Mike I'm sorry we butchered your name I do like your name uh, it reminds me of some sort of classical composer in an estate car so I'm down with that
2: Hello Herr Wagenbach I seem to recall you'd like to converse in
0: English <laughs> <laughs> You may well do thank you for the beer
1: Anthony J Waddy the Third, who says love the show Tony Waddy in Baltimore, Maryland
0: Baltimore? Baltimore, Baltimore, surely. Body more Murderland, more like. Shout out, oh. where you get a curry from.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I read it, and that's how it reads.
0: Okay. Belt
1: it more.
0: Belt I more. Thank you, Anthony J Waddy the third. Third is you know third time lucky. That's what I say.
2: So hang on, he he's called Anthony J Waddy the third, but he yes. signs off his message as Tony Waddy. I would presume that his cash account is in his proper name,
0: no, and that his father and his maybe, grandfather maybe, are also called Anthony J Waddy. Uh,
2: I think this is a sham. Or he wants
1: to start, I think wants it's to start a sham.
2: things off oh, God.
1: formal. Maybe he wants to start our relationship formal, but then you know, after a few words, he wants to make things a bit more casual. I mean, if, and if you want to be fun. formal,
2: you
0: start with a formal introduction, like "to whom it may concern."
2: I think it's all for show. Mm-hmm. I think what you'll find is this is. Show sure, Waddy Waddy. I'm pretty sure we did that joke when we Oh, fuck off! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. You We're can't not. write to, to with, me with a name like Waddy and expect me to come up with any. All right, where's Waddy? Which one's Waddy? Waddy? Uh, waddy see Woodpecker. if he's in America. That's
0: not. That's, that's not. I mean, Waddy Woodpecker's all right, but where's Waddy? Is doesn't where, work in America because they don't. Where's, where's, where's your Waddy, go? No, they, they call it Where's Waldo in America. It's not Where's Waddy It's Where's Waldo in the states.
2: Why? I don't know because that's his name. I don't know why it became Where's Wally over here but well his name's actually Anthony J Waldo the third (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much Tony
1: and to our monthly donors some of whom have scheduled payments this week they are Paul Hewings Kevin Rhodes Donald Griffin Jason Webber legends join them join them now by going to ff1s.com forward slash pint pint pint
2: In the future, who will decide how our story is told? Hold, 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 what swagger hold. he had? What style? Hell no, <laughs> grim.
0: 1770 was grim, but it's better now. <laughs> who will be there to record in uncomfortable detail
2: the curious moments in history that should never be forgotten?
0: Well the fact that he had a painting depicting her with five breasts in his office that he occasionally threw
2: darts at. I
1: mean that doesn't seem like yeah, the a sort weird. of thing that you naturally do because you hate somebody.
2: <laughs> now we have the answer. And their names will be celebrated in every country, on every weekday, except some bank holidays.
0: The speedboat was piloted by a Womble. Look at this and Marvel, I murmured to Johnny Walker. You will never see anything like this again.
2: (laughs) They are Ollie, Rebecca, and Arian, otherwise known as the Retrospectors. Wherever you get your podcast.
1: Here come the teams, here come the teams, here come, here come, here come the teams. Oi.
0: That's just how I imagined you'd read that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nailed it. Here come Mercedes. the team, step up. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe this could be that we'll do 90s pop remixes for the future intros to the teams. Maybe we'll work on that for the next episode. Okay. We've got Here comes the Mercedes murderer.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Mercedes. Hamilton managed to avoid murderer. a collision with. <laughs> Sorry. Collision with Billy Big Bollocks Verstappen barging past. Stay close. The teams had a great tyre strategy and Bottas got out of the way in a kind of fine, I hate you way. And together they are a dream team. When are Hamilton and Verstappen going to collide and whose fault will it be?
2: Quite soon Verstappens. I don't think they will collide because I think Hamilton is just better. He's a wily old fox, isn't he? He's become a wily old fox. You're right. He's, He's like a bullfighter, yeah. a red
0: bullfighter. <gasps> he just went Ole! and let him go sailing past.
2: I think that's basically what's happening. And then whenever they crash out, mm-hmm. you know how lucky he was for when he crashed out the other week and managed to get back to second. Whenever Verstappen crashes him out, they're going to both be at the race. So it's going to be in favour of the Hamilton. So I think. Oh, hang on, I've just said they're not going to crash, then they are. So yeah, what are those two things?
0: <laughs> I wouldn't you be think? at all surprised if they do crash, but I think if they do, it'll be Verstappen's fault and it'll be... Uh, Hamilton will have tried his best to avoid it because uh, Hamilton, A, has got the lead in the championship now and he's like, well, you know, anything happens, it'll probably take both of us out and we'll both suffer and I'll still be in the lead. So... Um, and he, and as he said before, he's like... What was it he said in his interview after the race? He's like, I, I didn't get where I am today by... Crashing for no reason. I was just like, "Fine, I'll let him go through. I'll just overtake him later." And that's what he did. I think he's a, I think he's a wise old sage now, and he's not going to be uh, drawn into such Verstappen nonsense.
2: On that note, it is weird, isn't it? When you've been watching Formula One for a while, as we all have for a while now, like Hamilton was the young driver. He was like the youngest ever driver when he started, or something close. So it's kind of hard to, to see him as this kind of wise old. Kind of driver. If you were twenty or fifteen now, watching Formula One for the first time, Lewis Hamilton would be one of the old guys, and that's quite scary in terms of our own mortality. But it's even harder when Kimi Raikkonen is still racing. But yeah. <laughs> so then I think back to like Nelson Piquet was still going when I started watching Formula One, and it was like seven years past his last championship. So it's kind yeah. of it's interesting. Well, I mean, yeah, well, uh, I
0: can remember when, in fact, it was considerably long time out. Not in F one, but. Um, Emerson Fittipaldi was still racing well into the 90s in the Indy 500 and stuff. And he was what, 1974 world champion or something? Yeah. You know, yeah. A- A- time, isn't it? Age. Oh. Just saying, how, it'll how get you is,
1: all... um, How long has Bottas been? When did he start? Right, it's
0: actually not. That long ago,
2: I'm gonna oh, say. Come on, he's been with Mercedes for about 20 years. <laughs> well, no, only Hang since
0: on. only since uh, because you remember there was that one year in 2016 when they only had one driver, Hamilton, and nobody won the championship. Yeah.
2: We don't <sighs> do that joke anymore, Phil. Do we not? We've been doing that joke for so long, nobody understands <laughs> it. <laughs> I can't even remember how it started anyway.
0: Because he was at Williams for a bit and he was all right, and it was like, oh, he's quite good, he should get that Mercedes mm-hmm. seat, and then he did, and everyone was like, ah.
2: Um, Bottas is only thirty-one.
0: Jesus, when was his he's first year? Going? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess his first year was 2015.
2: 2013. Oh, okay, actually. so he's been going okay. for seven, eight years. Eight
0: years. <laughs> Some years. Wow. Okay, you think he'd be better by now? But never mind.
2: Do you remember when he was at Williams? He was a very exciting driver. Oh, yeah,
0: I do. Yeah. I mean, well, I say I do, if he was starting in 2013, I've seen him race in person at least a couple of times and I don't remember it at all, so uh, maybe not.
1: Red Bull. Verstappen did yet another great overtake at the start and his driving was pretty much flawless, but he needed some shiny new tyres to be able to attempt to take out our Hamilton. I'm done with telling Perez he's new and will get the hang of it soon. You are a responsible adult with a job. Do it. It's time to be podium or really near the podium. Have you ever noticed that Max Verstappen looks like a Velociraptor?
0: <laughs> what? What? Only when he's breathing on my kitchen door and learns how <laughs> to operate handles.
1: <laughs> and that time he—that
0: uh, time he uh, disemboweled that guy with his uh, with his feet.
1: With his with his mouth. He does.
0: Is he the one that does the, the, the big? No, that's the Dilophosaurus. No, that's no, no, dilophosaurus. Yeah, Dennis like Nedry the one come on, looks, It's like you. The one that looks, like run, guys...
1: looks around the door. You
0: know? Yeah, that's, that's the velocity. No, Dilophosaurus was the one that killed Nedry in the Jeep.
2: So who would be the Dilophosaurus of, of Formula One?
0: Oh, that's a very good... Oh, now we're going to... We yeah. should probably do I the full, say, full recasting Alonso, of Jurassic Park.
2: Alonso. Fuck the rest Alonso. of the episode. So Lewis Hamilton is Jeff Goldblum.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Certainly now,
2: yeah.
1: Um,
2: Alonso is the... I need
1: to look up the cast of dinosaurs.
2: I reckon Alonso is the one at the start... That eats the goat, and you think, "Oh, this is going to come back," and it never the t-rex. does. T-Rex. <laughs> yeah, Alonso's a T-Rex. Oh, was he does t-rex come back. He, sa- start... he saves
0: the day at the end. Yeah. Oh, I haven't. You're saying seen... Alonso is going to come swinging back and there save the day go. and kill I all the I've seen
2: Jurassic Park since I was about sixteen. Oh, I
0: love that film so much.
2: I remember spilling all of my popcorn in a sewing shop near the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird euphemism. <laughs> It's not a euphemism. What were
1: you doing in a pre, pre-cinema haberdashery?
2: I was with my friend and his parents, and we'd bought the popcorn, and then we realised there was a long time to wait for the film, so they wanted to go to a haberdashery next door. Mm. So we went to a haberdashery, up put my popcorn down and spilled it, mm. and it went fucking everywhere, all over the threads of the cotton.
1: Oh. I'm sorry. Um...
0: I feel like we've got off the main topic here, which is which, is which drivers would be which dinosaurs from Tresor. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry. sorry.
1: Um, <laughs> hang on. I think...
0: Marzipan would be either Dennis Nedry who gets spat at and then eaten by the Dolphsaur because he's so cack-handed, or he would be Gennaro, the... Uh, was it Gennaro? Gennaro? The lawyer that gets eaten on the toilet by the T-Rex.
2: I don't know any of their names apart from Richard
0: Triceratops. Atembro. Triceratops, a big pile of shit, and he's quite sick.
1: So that one would be Marzipan. No, it's because the
0: Triceratops is quite adorable. And that would mean that Hamilton has to go and ferret through a big pile of Marzipan's shite.
1: So who's, who's shit but adorable?
0: Shit but adorable.
2: The goat. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I'm not playing the game right. I'm saying the goat <laughs> no, should be the no, Triceratops. <laughs> no, Fuck not. Formula One. <laughs> <laughs> we could recast Jurassic Park <laughs> <laughs> Internally. <laughs>
0: Everyone has to play everybody else's part. Brilliant. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is the T-Rex. Uh, um, okay. well, that's
2: sorted. There we anyway, Monaco.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> Verstappen did have a really good race, but it I'm starting yeah, to I, think uh, I'm starting to think that maybe the Red Bull isn't as good as the Mercedes after all. No. Over one lap it is, and it maybe better, but over the race, because as soon as they stuck some medium tires on, it wasn't very good at least compared to the Mercedes.
2: I think Verstappen would be the boy, Joe Joseph Mazzello. Oh my God! How do you know all their names? Well,
0: that's the actor's name. It's not. It's, Timmy is his real name. Oh for fuck's sake! <laughs> real name? No, sorry. Yeah, you know, his real name J- in J- the film.
1: Dinosaur name.
0: Yes, <laughs> <his> dinosaur name. <laughs> yes. Okay. Where were we? Uh, Verstappen um, is he good? Yes, he was very good. He did drive okay. really well. The car wasn't good enough.
1: Yeah, let's talk about He's Perez. He's not as
0: good as Hamilton. It's as simple as that. No. He never has been, never that, will be. I think that probably is true. I think over uh, it's an, it's another classic one lap versus a whole race scenario, isn't it? Over one lap Hamilton's as good. Uh, Verstappen's as good as Hamilton, if not maybe slightly better. But um over the race no. Doesn't have the tactical nous and neither does Red Bull the team, to be honest. Um, let's um, they were outfoxed. out foxed.
1: Let's talk about Perez. Are you losing your temper as as, mu- as quickly as me? Or are you more patient? No.
0: Yeah, the his campaign. shoulder, bless him. Yeah, his shoulder, somehow. Yeah, well... Do we know how?
1: You know.
2: Wanking off Christian Horner as part of his contract. Wow. helmet, Marko, because he's only got one eye. <laughs> I can't, I can't do it from do that, that it? side. <laughs> no depth perception.
0: <laughs> I mean, still... Okay. <laughs> When you're comparing him against how Gasly and Albon did, yeah, I think he's doing all right. I mean, that car is clearly really difficult to drive. But having said that, he now he's had four races. I think now he's now you're right. He's got to get it together now. Time to be podium or really near to the podium, as you eloquently put
2: it.
1: Thank you, McLaren. Take a shit
0: or get off the podium. (laughs) I mean that that would be a sight
1: mclaren he should be the triceratops sorry for god's sake we've done jurassic park
0: jurassic world
1: (laughs) mclaren it all started badly in qualifying with soft tyre issues traffic and marzipan and in the race norris was shown the naughty flag it was less cringe weekend for his teammate who beat him but also finished ahead of ferrari who are better have you noticed how the mclaren covid secure masks have air vents at the side
0: well where, uh, where do you want to start on those
2: well that's because the McLaren people aren't mammals, they are fish, fish.
1: <coughs> or dinosaurs. Which dinosaurs swim? If McLaren would
2: jaws, who would be the characters in jaws? <laughs> Ron Dennis would be jaws. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Richard Dreyfuss would be Martin Whitmarsh. I don't know, because Richard... No, no, Richard
0: Dreyfuss did eventually die, didn't he? Well, so will Martin... No, Rimm, hang on, no, Richard Dreyfuss didn't. It was... It was, it was I've only, I haven't only have seen Jaws in ages. It wasn't Gene Hackman, it was the other guy. Oh, I can't remember. It was the grizzled one. Who was Clint or Grint or whatever his name was. What was his name? Squint.
2: I'm surprised Matt hasn't come on to, to tell us to shut up. I, he's I getting... Oh, he's time for... Not listening.
0: I need to take oh, the bibs sweet. out. <laughs>
1: We haven't discussed McLaren's masks, I haven't. I
2: confess I haven't noticed
0: their masks. Do they Ugh. not have the same shit masks as everybody else that don't fit no, properly? No, they've they got bits at the up?
1: side. Like gills. They're the gills. Um,
0: I hadn't noticed. Have you
2: seen the film Shape of Water? No. no. No, but I'm
0: aware of it. There you go. It's like that.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Weird fish okay. <laughs> fish sex
0: man, isn't it, or something? I Sorry,
1: you can't say, have you seen a film, and then say neither have I. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was just hoping what have you had and you'd be going, oh, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. But we're all in here. Uh, anyway. I've uh, seen Jaws, if that helps. Brilliant.
0: <laughs> the, masks, now, actually. <laughs> the masks are something to do with sharks. I don't know. Okay. Um,
1: um, in terms of the actual race, anything you want to say about Norris?
0: Not, uh, maybe didn't have as strong a
2: race as he's previously had, but also Ricardo might be starting to get the hang of it now. Didn't I say last week that it was this race where all of the drivers who were changed teams would get better, and that was only true for Riccardio, <laughs> whose name I forgot. <laughs>
0: Riccardio, yeah, that's right. It's Samir Um Yeah, he did. He seemed to get the uh, the hang of it. Um, he had, a, well, apparently, in, during practice, he had an awful lot of. He, he basically his practice was spent practicing how to drive, as opposed to setting the car up. Like, he was literally just being coached by his engineer on the radio. He was looking at the data and going, right, when you brake, break a bit harder right at the start and then leave off a bit and then, you know, sort of break literally breaking down every single little aspect of his driving in every corner and figuring out how to do it better.
2: And it seemed to work. Um, whether he can carry I mean, it on, I th- don't know. As, a, as an aside, that it, there is something very interesting about modern Formula 1, which is this sport that has countless millions of pounds thrown at it, the most sophisticated cars ever fucking made ever, And the drivers, because of the lack of testing, and only get like two testing days, if you're new in that car, you literally don't have any time to practice. And yes, there's a simulator and everything, but actually... It's not the same. It's kind of ridiculous when you just think of going, right, you're going to be a Formula One driver and you've you've got 10 minutes.
0: (laughs) Go. (laughs) I quite like it. I like the idea of developing one of the most complicated machines on the planet and then just sticking some guy in who theoretically is quite good at it, but you don't know until you bug him in. I think they should do less testing. I think it should be no pre-season testing.
2: I mean, I'm, I'm all for
0: it. It's fun. Yeah. but it's No practice. The first time they get in the car is at
2: Australia. Or, even better, they just do it from childbirth. They pick Formula One drivers at random.
1: <laughs> from childbirth? And they're birth. not
2: allowed to get into a car until they're 18 years old. And then we see if they're the natural talent we predicted. <laughs> and if they're not, the last they're 18 years... of
0: Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> You went darker. Fine. Okay. Um, what if... Okay.
2: <laughs> imagine if I got in a Formula One car at the start of a race. I'm imagining it. Yeah. I would oh. die. Yeah. Because I wouldn't know anything. I wouldn't know about how to take it easy. I would just smack down on the... I'd probably just stall it, to be fair, wouldn't I? That... Yeah. I did that.
0: The. What, I've driven a couple of race cars. And the last time I drove a race car, I made a complete tit of myself by being far too confident and nearly killing myself. So... What
1: happened? why were you being confident
0: well i was trying like you yeah phil why are you being confident <laughs> <laughs> i was driving a maserati uh a race car and i went out with a pro driver to start with who sort of showed me how to do it and in my defense he was properly giving it some and because he was a pro race driver he was obviously good and knew what he was doing so he was sliding it around the place and going, yeah just do it like this and i was like okay fine we went back into the pits i jumped in and I went roaring out the pit lane at basically full chat, which subsequently realised you probably shouldn't do. You should go out very slowly and gradually build up your speed. And I got about five corners in and uh, lost the back end at 100 and something miles an hour. And if I'd have lost it maybe a second earlier, I probably would have smashed it into the wall at considerable speed. But as it was, I just sort of basically did a full 360, bounced over the kerbs and wrote off a set of tyres. Um I what did they say? Well, I sort of trundled back into the pits with tyres that are like 50p pieces, sort of going ba dum ba dum because I'd worn through to the canvas on all of them, and got into the pits to realise that the uh, the managing director of Maserati Middle East had walked in while I was out and saw me there having wrecked a 1,000 quids worth of tyres in five seconds. And uh, remarkably, they let me go out again, but I drove like a granny and just felt very embarrassed and I haven't been in a race car since.
2: I'm sure the question that all listeners are uh, wanting me to ask right now is, did you crack a rib? I didn't crack a rib. <laughs> then is, it's a shit story.
0: <laughs> what, I've genuinely been saying this before. Driving a race car is a lot, is a lot less physical than driving a cart. Karting is, outside of the two-seater F1 car I went in, karting is the most physical, physical motorsport you can do. So I don't blame you for cracking a rib.
1: Ferrari. If you Google Charles Leclerc, The next thing below his name is Charles Leclerc's girlfriend. Let me tell you, if he didn't have one before this race, he will now, because we ladies love a man that can nearly get a podium in a not-great car. Carlos Sainz couldn't overtake Ricardo, but some of the problems may have to do with the strategy. How much of it was to do with strategy, Phil, and how much of it was Spain?
0: Uh, I don't think any of it to do with strategy, and I don't think any of it was to do with Spain. I think it was the fact oh, that Ferrari isn't that great a car, and Leclerc drove the absolute wheels off it.
2: I think he did a tremendously good job. Um, do you
1: want to be his girlfriend?
2: I'm just looking no. up his girlfriend for the first time, and I don't know if I'm old, but she looks like she's about 13 years old. You are old. And, and uh, she's 30. Oh well, <laughs> <laughs> It's fine in Monica. That's pretty, why it's, it's not illegal I'm <laughs> Pretty though.
0: sure that's libelous, but yeah. Um, well, no, I'm not saying she is Well, well he's quite I'm young, saying, is he? Was he like 30. 22, 23, something like that? How old is he? Hang on, let's find out who... I this is this look is look going, like going into Dirty Old Man territory
2: really quickly. <laughs> no, because I don't... know, it's not Dirty Old Man, because I don't fancy her, because she looks like she's a 13-year-old girl.
1: <laughs> to be fair, but, he so. looks... Like, he looks very... He's very young. He
0: looks like a 13-year-old girl. So it'd girl. be
1: weird if... He had a very old.
0: It'd be weird if he had a 40 woman. year old wife. I mean, I mean, that's not fine. If he it's fine. It's fine. You know. Yeah, if he wants that and she was fine with it and yeah, yeah, fair play. You know, he's probably a good catch. There you go. She's 21. I mean, right. that is pretty young. How old's he? Oh, the
2: fuck. Is, that? is this live Google with Terry <laughs> Saunders?
0: It's
2: called fucking Google. <laughs> he's 23. <laughs> so oh, that's, that's fine. Fuck, is he only 23? Jesus Christ. I hate the fact all these Formula 1 drivers are so young.
0: Yeah, well, not all of them. Kimmy Raikkonen. I mean, he's younger than you, obviously, but...
2: He's exactly. even the oldest racing driver ever to have existed ever in Formula 1. He's younger than me.
0: Well, who was the oldest racing driver? Well, oh, probably Joe He's still going. I mean, he was old.
1: Right. He's Come not, on, he's not... not <laughs> still going. We're not doing well here. We're not doing well. Shall we move on?
0: Yeah. Uh, Le Leclerc, Le very Leclerc well. was very good. Science was... Eh, not... Eh. Alpha time. Oh, no, hang on. I've misunderstood what you were saying, Chica. I thought you were saying, I thought you were talking about, um, I thought you, oh, I've messed everything up. I thought you were talking about a clerk. Also, I've had quite a few drinks. Um, science couldn't overtake Ricardo. Phil
2: is drinking whiskey this evening. <laughs> um, science is sc- drinking meat, AstraZeneca, that like I stole from the glass. back of the surgery. <laughs>
1: By the way, you're not even drinking a glass of whiskey. you just sat there with a bottle of
2: it. <laughs> well, you know. Chica has had
0: some heroin. <laughs> Science couldn't overtake Ricardo because the car is not that great. Um, Leclerc made it look much better than it is. Science, I think, actually did a reasonable job, but uh, Leclerc is very good.
1: Alfatari! Sonoda provided us with a rare glimpse of excitement in the race when he had to stop with a f- fuel pressure ish. What was even better was when adorable Sonoda lost his shit over the radio to his team. Always the quiet ones. I don't actually have no idea if he was quiet. He just looks it. Gasly happily put the brakes on six inches after the race start. Do you think it was a mistake? He didn't notice or he's a lying cheat?
0: What do you want
2: first? I wasn't listening to what you were saying. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. Because I was looking up Pierre Gasly's girlfriend... (laughs) This is my new job. Oh it's called Caterina mazati Zanini, and she's also twenty-one. Oh, well, he's quite old. I think, I think, I think I follow her that, he? on
1: um, Instagram. Do
2: you? I've just found something on Reddit called Formula Dank, and I don't like. I don't like this. Oh, that's no. meme. It's all the memes, uh, except a lot of them I don't understand because I'm old. Mm-hmm. I was trying.
0: Oh, that's where that Ooh, whole Spinola thing came from, which I still don't quite understand. I don't understand. I them. don't. I don't. Children in their ways. Oh. Do you want Gasly or Sonoda first?
1: Sonoda, please.
0: Sonoda. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it sounded like an AlfaTare
2: gangbang. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's their uh, future engine supplier. Sonoda did lose his shit quite a lot, did not he? He's quite. He's quite a ball of emotion, isn't he? Did you hear it when it was it in qualifying? Where he basically said, I can't drive this fucking car. And then in his interview afterwards, he was basically like, I couldn't do it. I don't know, maybe Gasly's got a better car. I don't think my car's the same as his. So all the team were like, the fuck are you doing? And he had to come out with a humble apology later on. But he speaks from the heart and not really from the head, which might come back to bite him in the ass, especially as he's not doing very well. It's I like him.
1: It's very <laughs> early for him to be... A, a bit of an arsehole isn't it, it is yeah. and
0: it, and it's fine to do that if you're really good like Alonso sort of gets away with it because he's really good Tsunoda hasn't I think he could be really good but uh, you need to wait until you're really good before you come out with that sort of diva nonsense well he was good at the first race and he's been pretty forgettable ever since he shows now, f- we're talking about flashes him. of brilliance and then tits as it's up um, although, in fairness, in the race uh, this weekend Wasn't his fault at all The car just died on him Maybe it was the engineers going Oh, that so you think you've got a shit car, do you? Well, how would you like this? And just turned it off Or, maybe he was right Well mm-hmm. That's another possibility Gasly's car didn't turn off That's true Yeah Alright, maybe you're onto something Um It didn't turn off, but he can't drive it either because he apparently doesn't Mm. know where his starting grid is. Well, there's a rumour that
2: his girlfriend's left him, so maybe that's why. Is that true? Where you say rumour. It was on the Google page. I've already (laughs) closed. Right, okay. Um, (laughs) But, Pierre, if you're listening, as I was dumped on a beach a few weeks ago, let me just tell you, life can turn around. You could get a vaccine and a flat near (laughs) Teperholtz in Berlin in a matter of weeks after being dumped. There you go. Maybe this this is the... uh, just
1: what
2: you he needs. Be, you could be neighbours. Yeah. I could be Formula One agony uncle. Maybe that should be our new That
1: future. could
0: be it. Although when when they said to him you know, this could be a new start for you, we didn't mean start in the wrong place. Nice. It was alright. I feel like I could have made, I worked it a bit more. But um, yeah, he basically just didn't notice where he was supposed to stop and got a penalty. That seems like a pretty basic mistake.
2: Yeah. Although didn't really affect him in the race so maybe they should all do that he, got, he got a point front. he got, got a point exactly penalty
1: didn't he was yeah. it five seconds I think it
2: was five seconds yes penalty. it was five but seconds he got a point. you know in, if you were playing the Formula One game and you just think if I go at the start and if I'm good enough and get a good enough lead a ten second penalty I could make that up by just going before the lights
0: mm. I haven't tried that maybe I should
1: okay
2: yeah. I'm not good enough to pull it off <laughs> but if I was I would
1: Aston Martin For a few laps, it looked like Stroll could be in with the points. He did a good overtake, and then his hopes faded as the points disappeared into the sunset. Vettel was useless. He was in the DRS zone forever, but decided just to sit there. It must be depressing to watch that race from the Aston Martin HQ.
0: must be depressing at Aston Martin HQ at the moment. They've they've not got it together, have they?
2: Look, it's because the FIA changed the rules and made it illegal for high-rate cars like, say... Mercedes yeah. to win races yeah
0: it's really going to hammer these high rate cars they just can't haven't got the performance anymore as they get yet another podium and win, lead the championship by country mile I read a headline and then didn't actually read the story that, uh, after years we've got you guys to my level. <laughs> I can't actually remember which site it was on either. So it might have been one of these F1 blogs that just make shit up. But the suggestion was that since Lawrence Stroll... F1s.com. Yeah, it could be. Uh, <laughs> like we've read a blog in seven years. Yeah, it's like, yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. That basically that Aston Martin is not a nice place to work since Lawrence Stroll came in. Uh, that is unsubstantiated rumour, as far <laughs> as I know. But it wouldn't surprise me because he's a scary said, man. And the, the suggestion was that he would come in and changed everything and everyone's like,
2: oh, I don't like it now. I always said that his money would be the death of that team. Well, I don't know uh, if it it's going to be like the death of them, but they're not doing very well.
0: Well, the death of them being any good. It does seem that way at the moment. Um, Thanks. And it, it's it's a weird state of affairs where it looks like they're saving grace at the moment. is Lance Stroll,
2: who is actually driving pretty well, as far as I can tell. What a weird world we live in It is isn't it It's like we're in the Upside down land From that program On Netflix Uh, Stranger Things Yes Yes
0: Maybe working at Aston Martin Is like being in the Upside down Where everything's just Dark and shadowy And people die horribly
1: Alpine Let's just remember here That one team member Is a two time world champion And the other is Fifteen years younger than him And can't yet grow a beard why is alonso so bad
0: uh, he's been out for a while he's old the car's not very good he's not french
1: ocon got points yeah and he hasn't got a beard he's
2: got, but he is french right. alonso,
1: alonso finished in 17th
2: i think the problem is the car isn't bad enough for alonso
0: <laughs> right What well, the hate like, fuels
2: him well, it's like the McLaren was so bad, it was entertaining to watch Alonso rant and rave against it. Whereas this car is kind of average, you know, below average maybe, but average, let's say. I didn't even notice Alonso was in the race. I don't even remember seeing him. You know, he's become a lower midfield driver and maybe they're just not playing it. Maybe he's doing entertaining radio, but they're not playing it. I don't know. I don't care. I think this I, is a big mistake. I think he actually it was
0: doing all right in the race but then his tyres went off. He did a really late pit stop, didn't he? Which dropped him way back because they tried to do a one-stop which it became oh, it became clear halfway through the race that one-stop actually wasn't the way to go even though going into the race everyone thought, yeah, it'd be a one-stop.
2: No, you're right. He was in the race because there was that bit where everyone was queuing up behind him. Yeah, and basically it's just, he just lost his
0: tyres and then um, yeah, had to pit towards the, the end. the head of the
2: Maserati back. Middle East was there. Yeah, it must have been very,
0: very embarrassing for him. I mean but having said that, he is not he's not at a lock on's level, is he? Which Mm-mm. is a I'm surprised. I think. I don't I'm I don't remember I'm predicting not. that, I, but
2: <laughs> I remember when Schumacher came back and there was all talk about his age mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff and blah 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 blah. But I think if Alonso was in the best car, he'd be winning. But I think uh, in a midfield car I think he's lost the pizzazz. I think you get to I mean, I am older than Alonso, and I feel that I've lost my pizzazz. <laughs> you're not as quick as you used to be. Just not as quick as I'm not as funny, I'm not as clever, I'm not as quick, I'm not as interesting. I think oh. uh, you're funny.
1: Yeah, and you're interesting. Well,
2: I'm pretty fucking good at fishing for compliments, though, I'll tell you. That. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's nice to be loved.
0: Um, yeah, Ocon's But I don't know. Alonso's experience might might get him through, but um, maybe the car's a bit of a twat. I don't know. Who knows?
1: Williams! At one point, George Russell was in 10th. He didn't finish in 10th, though, due to a variety of factors. He did drive well, though, and he didn't thump anyone. Latifi was outqualified by a Haas. Shame on you. If you yeah. look at him, though... I was thinking this he doesn't really give off racing driver vibes though he looks kind of like the sort of guy that would be an uber driver that goes above and beyond
2: i mean that's pretty much latifi's career isn't
0: it latifi seems like a really nice chap and all the interviews i've heard i've like yeah I'd, I'd go for a drink with him but he's not he's not very good but he's not a bellend so that immediately puts him above mazapin figuratively literally in my estimations on the grid Yeah, I mean, let's face it, he's another son of a rich guy and that's why, to a certain extent, he's there.
2: The only man who could ever beat me (laughs) was the son of a rich guy. Oh, no. Uh, Was the son of a richer man? Nice. Uh. That's better.
1: Alfa Romeo. Giovinazzi's clearly been pissing some Alfa Romeos off and they showed their anger by giving him a flat tyre. The 35 second pit stop probably left him feeling a bit deflated Oh. if it wasn't for that and another cheeky puncture he could have done pretty well he had a good saturday right
0: did he have another puncture i missed that i thought he
1: said i thought he said afterwards that he had another puncture
0: oh i missed that i mean i wouldn't i it, it would be news to me but i wouldn't be surprised or really care um the...
1: i may have also invented a puncture
2: as did the Alfa Romeo team. Yeah, just because <laughs> who puts a puncture in a? G- These cars are so advanced; we pre-puncture the tyres. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was a bit weird that they didn't realise it was punctured until they were literally about to put it on the car, and then the silly rules made it, they, they couldn't just go and get another tyre; they had to change all the tyres because you've got to keep the sets all together. So, mm. uh, uh, that it was quite amusing, and it got, in fairness, it got the Alfa sponsors some airtime because otherwise, would we have seen them? Would we have cared?
2: Do you reckon one of the Alfa Romeo mechanics is one of those annoying people that's learning classical guitar and has grown his nails in that kind of slightly creepy way?
1: Okay, I've got no
0: idea what Raikkonen did in that race. Nobody does, not even Raikkonen Nor does he. Haas!
2: Haas! 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 Do your best, Chica. Make this interesting.
1: But Schumacher proved that although the car is still a pile of shit, if you're an all right driver, you can dream beyond a permanent spot on the back row. Not finishing last and not breaking the rules will st- will have to remain a wet dream for Marzipan. Has Schumacher turned a corner?
0: Uh, well, I've several. Well, se- 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say quite a, quite a few corners. <laughs> I mean, Schumacher's a decent driver. He's, he's all right, and he's making... Marzipan look crap because he is crap. Um the car's bollocks. Every I mean Schumacher's best hope at this point is that occasionally he'll beat Latifi. And in fairness, he's doing that from time to time. But I don't really know what else he can do. I, what why I mean what can he do? <laughs> like is it he's in a crap car that even if he drives like Hamilton and Verstappen I mean for all we know he was driving like a Hamilton and Verstappen were today. But he's in a crap car against a shit teammate, so it's really hard to tell.
1: Do you think he'll move teams in the future?
0: Probably. Yes. He'll it? probably end okay. up. Uh, it will probably end up at Alpha next, and then Ferrari if he's any good. Although probably not for a while, unless science turns out to be shit. Yes. It is hard to see where he's going to go because he is the Ferrari wonderkin, isn't he? He's got the Schumacher name, and he's pretty good, and he's been—you know—he's got that incredibly strong Ferrari connection. But would you swap out Sainz for Schumacher anytime soon?
2: Yeah, but don't forget Schumacher ended his career at Mercedes. Yeah, after he'd
0: retired yeah. for three years and was and not and t- wasn't that good. Oh Just saying. Mm. Just saying. Um, Marzipan's all of which, Sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry. Yeah.
0: Marzipan was also there. Uh, we've talked about him being shit and stupid and getting in everyone's way and getting penalty points. And
2: meh, uh, yeah, fuck him.
1: All of which brings us to the standings with Terry Saunders.
2: We have had four races, so I thought it's time to give a little ranking of how all the drivers are doing. So, in first place, it's Lewis Hamill one. because he's winning. Second place, Min Verstappen, he's not doing very well. Third place, Valtteri Tossa. Fourth <laughs> place, Kando Norris, Kando, Kando Norris. Nice. He's showing a Kando episode. Uh, Charles Nonchuk. Because he's not shirking, he's doing quite well. <laughs> Sergi, no Perez, he's not doing very well. Daniel Ricard, no. He's doing better today, mm-hmm. but his name doesn't rhyme with yes. <laughs> Carlos Sames, Esteban, oh God, he's beating Alonso Con, uh, Pierre Gaswai. Lance, <laughs> no. Alonso, no. And Suno so no, Dad. Suno <laughs> Dad? It's a John Virgo joke. From Brig Break. Brig Break? <laughs> Brig Break. Is that like Prison know, Break. David
0: and John Virgo on a submarine. So, yeah, not, not many people know that Prison Break was actually a remake of a British show called Brig Break starring John Virgo. Oh, I would watch that.
2: Chica, do you know who John Virgo is? No, no of, course no idea. of course you do Of course you do Nobody. Oh, it's sorry. like the old
0: days. Yeah. I've just zoned out now. Nobody under 40 knows who John Virgo is, but, um, you know,
2: pot as many balls as you can. So I read an article saying, well... Read the headline saying that um, Mercedes sold a huge stake of their team last year, which is basically making Mercedes' Formula 1 team a bit like a franchise of Mercedes. So I thought if the 4 1 teams became franchises, what would they be? So Mercedes would obviously be prep, they're fucking everywhere, no matter where you go, except Berlin. Um, Red Bull would be McDonald's because, you know, you, they, everyone likes them, but they're a bit shit, really. McLaren would be Subway because you think. It's classy, but you eat one and go, no. Uh, Ferrari would be Caluccio. It's Italian. Um, Alpine would be Benji's. Do you remember Benji's? No. I think they were called Benji's. Benji's? They were a really cheap sandwich chain in London about 15 (coughs) years ago. Ah, I didn't live in London 15 years ago. And they were so cheap, it was scary. Pre-prep. Maybe they're called Benji's. Green. They were mainly green, the sandwiches, I mean. Wrong at dot onescom Tari would be Wagamama because of the Honda connection and Aston Martin would be Wimpy <laughs> this, this hasn't gone well <laughs> that's what Aston it's Martin good.
1: is saying <laughs> it's good and now time for the man of the match of driving
2: Lewis, Lewis. Hamilton um, oh mm.
1: And now for the state of F1 with Terry Saunders.
2: So it might have seemed like a bit of a dull race, but there was actually a key watershed moment in the history of Formula One that happened this weekend. Was it Hamilton's 100 poles? Nah, fuck that, who cares? It was instead when Hamilton couldn't get past Marzipan and we heard a new FIA radio where Toto Wolff moaned at not Charlie Whiting, whatever his name is, to get on with the blue flags. The actual event being moaned about isn't that exciting, marzipan getting in the way, but the precedent it sets for us to be able to hear the team principals broadcast on the telly in a way that doesn't involve David Croft is pretty exciting. Think of all the times in history when the coverage could have been enlivened by a bit of team manager whining on top of driver whining. Still, this isn't enough, but don't worry, I have a solution. I've always proposed driver-to-driver radio, but now this sets off all kinds of ideas in my head. Team boss to team boss, plotting or moaning or crying. But what about the FIA replying, or hearing the stewards moaning about the drivers before they commit their thought crimes? Or maybe a dull race needs more radios to be brought in, not just from people at the track, but what about going live to ex-drivers or disgruntled fans? Like a modern-day version of Noel's House Party's TV? we could just cut straight through to Nigel Munsell's living room watching him swear at Vettel, or cutting to me being actually asleep during this race, as I was. Oh, hang on, that's what Twitter's for. Hey!
1: That is it from us. It's goodbye to Phil Tromans.
0: Goodbye. We haven't had time to talk about... Red Bull's bendy wings no not the front ones from a few years ago the bendy rear wings
2: which apparently they're doing again and they're ooh the FIA looking at it
1: and to Terry Saunders
2: we haven't had time to talk about the newsletter which actually went out this week
1: we'll be back in two weeks to discuss the Monaco Grand Prix which is in Monaco in the meantime check out our Facebook page facebook.com forward slash for F1's sake and follow us on Twitter at for F1's sake Terry where can people buy merch
2: from my new flat <laughs> Oh no, from ff1s.com forward slash. <laughs> flat, flat, flat. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that.
1: Thanks for listening. See you in two weeks with a brand new Chica quiz. What? Bullshit. I've been Chica Rez. Goodbye.
2: Bye. Bye. Sports
1: Social Podcast Network.